0: on, everyone? You know the music. It's time for another episode here on The Cryptum. With me, your host, Mike. How y'all doing? It's Thursday when we're recording this. What is going on? Throwing things off the bandwagon? Going off track here. Reason I had to do it is I couldn't resist. We got delicious Halo news finally out. Well, Halo Infinite news. We've had Halo news. But... It's exciting, everyone, and it is today. We're going to go over it. I'm not going to start the details. So we normally start off with, what happened in Halo this week? Well, it's Inside Infinite. So we're going to talk about that today. You know, it's about the environment, the art, the crafts. It's all about Zeta. About Zeta Halo and the arts team. So uh, that, that we'll move on past that. We're going to be kicking off, though, with the Inside the 405th. So as you know, we do it. We talk about what's happening, who's doing what. Give them a little shout-out. Give them a little love, man. Make sure you go follow these wonderful, amazing people, especially in these hard times we're all having with the seasonal depressions, depression from the pandemic, and all sorts of other crazy, crazy things happening in our lives. So don't be afraid to step up, though, and uh, just go join the 405th. It's always a fun time. At least I think it is. So, as for the change of pace, and I mean change of pace, we are now starting out with just some simple housekeeping things, you know. Delta with a three, the man, the myth, the Delta one, Delta Props on Etsy is having his birthday sale started yesterday, the 24th, and goes till the end of the month. I think he said midnight on the 28th or whatever. It will end. Uh, that's E S T. He's on my side of the, on the state here, folks. So after that, he's going on with the sales. That's his 3D prints uh, that you can buy the, f- the models themselves or even a printed kit. Just he's got some new things like the M73. Hopefully, the Halo Reach grenade launchers in there, and it does open up. Pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. Now we're gonna get going into some stuff like uh, Turbo. He hasn't done much this week. Why should he? He launched that big old pile of juicy Odst armor and accessories. So that's Cookin Props on Etsy as well. Go check him out, help him out. You know, always help out the small folks, people. Always the small folks. And now we're looking into Till Valhalla is still plugging along, painting up his Odst armor. I think he's actually at the clear coat. So then uh, Spooter, good old Spider Monkey sixty. He finished the commission butt plate today. Because you always got to protect the fanny. So, and that uh, that's for the old. Uh, if you followed anyone, it was the Spartan Traffic Cone. Uh, she's getting a new set of armor uh, from Spooter. Uh, you know, really, Purple has been pumping out models. He actually just released a heavy blaster from uh, Knights of the Old Republic, I think it was. So, uh, he's working on some other stuff here and there as well. Uh, Lassberg's working on models, doing his thing, doing an insane amount of time frames on them, but hey, you know what? Whatever suits them, it suits them. We haven't really had much going on. It's been kind of a, yeah, a little bit of a dry week, a little bit of a slow time. Main reason is I blame everyone's out playing, um, uh, Valheim. Yeah, Valheim. That's what it was. So they're all being uh, being surviving Vikings. Hopefully, I sure you don't come around, take their head off. So uh, other than that, I mean, I, I hate to be that that guy, but I don't think I got too much more for you. Let, let me let me do a quick uh, do it do the quick pop up and uh, take a look around. Oh, Poja or Pojork, Pojork is actually been printing stuff. And so he had, actually, it looked like a helmet in 3D print. Couldn't tell what it was. Um, uh, What's the one there from Breakout? Oh, sorry, that was Reclaimer. <laughs> Wrong one. Pojack's doing Halo Reach stuff. So we got Pojack doing that. We got some other people looking to start in their 3D printing endeavor. Ooh, looking at you, Duke. And, uh, we actually opened up a leather work section in the, in the discord. So he, haw, get on that. Uh, Kit Kat Goose. She's finally, um, talking with us more. And uh, she gave us a little, uh, peek into her robotic arm for her new cat. I don't know about you, but that makes me excited just because she makes the best Halo Reach armor I have seen out there for any of the female Spartans. She's helped a lot with that. And, uh, Working on the undersuit, the Robo arm, all the new nooks and crannies of it, and you know what? I, I'm glad to see Kit Kat back in the scene. Um, one of the old time Halo pro, uh, builders. It's always good to see the return of them, of those faces. Um, Uniden, Uni, one of my Colonial boys. He's working hard, getting things planned out, getting ready to start. Um, looking at it, looks like Halo Reach armor. Uh, Pagan boy. My Canadian ODST brother, from another mother, he actually got a lot of his chess piece done and mocked up for us over the week, or weekend going into this week. So, congrats, my dude, congrats. It looks so smooth and good. Like, damn, does it look good. Um, Negative Caddy posted up, it looks like a... Halo 4, Halo 5 Master Chief armor, and it looks awesome. Clean cut, smooth lines. Oh, where's my manners? Spider Boy 196 putting in his Halo Reach boots. That's right. You got to get the boots in. Get the feet on the ground. (laughs) So, and it's been pretty cool to see. Uh, Also, um, Pagan also got his spine plate stuff done. That looks crisp. Like, really nicely crisp. A lot of guys flexing, showing off their shins. So we've had some stuff going on in the foam smithing. Uh, we've been talking about some things in in the sewing section, looking about how to do the undersuits. Vacuum forming is going off. 3D modeling is always an explosion in the server anymore. Jeff W., with the Halo Wars files, he's been able to extract, to look at, and help better the Halo community in aspects of what they want to build. He's actually pulling out the... <laughs> the flood UNSC vehicles right now, freaking insane. I'd rather pass by those. I hate flood anyways. So other than that, um, the last bit of, a, of the official Halo news for the 405th is going to be this Saturday at 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be the Mountain and Colonial Regimental Game Night Battle. Is Colonial going to take the crown on to the next regiment? Which might be the Canadians. Or is Mountain going to dethrone us and now go on to the the next challenger? Who knows? You're going to have to tune in. It might be a small game night, a 5v5. We don't know. We're going to try and uh, work it out. Maybe get some mercs from other regiments. Shh, don't tell anyone. But uh, sadly, I won't be playing due to connectivity issues even have been having in the last couple game nights. So I'll be, uh, I might be sitting in the... The Twitch stream, hooting and hollering and rooting on colonial, because um, an RMO should do his job, right? <laughs> but, yo, know, that's it. And you too, if you want to join the 405th, just head to the 405th.com, and sign up, and that's all you got to do. You're a member. And uh, you two can actually start talking to some of us, starting conversations, doing your own build. We'll all jump, we'll all help you out. So. Don't forget to check out Delta and Skookum Props for their new items in their Etsy store. Um, and if you are a 405th member and you want to share something, please just drop Harry a message. Or um, comment on my Twitch, or my Twitter, sorry, Twitches, <laughs> I don't do that. On my Twitch, we're going to get going on a lot of this goodie. So, that being said, that's the wrap up. That's the whole, whole thing for the normal beginning part. Of the podcast. Now we're going to get into the nitty gritty. We're getting into this whole sweet little news. <laughs> so as you know, uh, 343 has started the hashtag ask 343 on their uh, Twitters. So that way, if you have a question and you want to answer, they might be able to get to it and give it to you on YouTube. So feel free to make sure you do that. Uh, well, really any social media, they say, in the beginning of it. So we of course, we're starting out right now with Sketch. Our buddy, our pal, Sketchy Boy. it in with the, how you doing, welcome to the new year. You know, his normal intro, because we really haven't had, I don't think we've had Sketch on yet. We've had uh, Uni a couple times now, and uh, I'm forgetting the name. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm horrible, I know. But, you know, that's what we're going to be looking at. So, you know, we're going to skip right on through it, you know, and uh, basically it's going to be the same thing as it was with the sandbox team. Just some Q&A, but this time we're going to get it from Sketch to the art team. Ooh. So we're going to get the artwork of Halo tonight. We did not get anything else, but there was a pretty cool little uh, snippet from uh, Mr. Sketch in there. Um, He's actually going to be talking about what he said next month in March. They're going to talk with the audio team. So that's some uh, exciting things. They're still hoping to finalize the plans in April and May and be updating along the way. And mind, these plans could shift, as they said. And that's, I mean, hey, we're in a pandemic. That does happen. Um,. June, July and August typically the, is the big news, which I kind of figured today cuz when we were talking in the Sacred Icon Halo Discord, I said you're not going to probably see a lot of action out of the um words, yes. Out of 343 3, till like June anyways cuz you got to figure June is normally th- is E3. So we get that and then we're going to have all these other gaming things going on in the summer. Which is normal because of kids are out of school, so you want to get their attention now. So, what's the big deal about that? You know, why we got to wait so long? It's really not that long away. Think about it. We're about to be in the March. So, within, I don't know, three more months, we're going to have more, we're going to have bigger things coming our way. So, if we're just getting the little nitty gritty background stuff, you know what, that should be good enough. We're going to get what we want this summer before we find out the release date. We're probably going to get the release date in June. And then we're going to see a campaign thing in July and multiplayer in August. And then they're just going to spitball the whole freaking Halo swag a lot of gear all in our face. Like, buy it now. Get your pre-order. Get this DLC for your Halo You know, da, 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 You know, the normal that we always had. Uh, and we even sit here with Sketch saying that. We're gonna be kicking into high gear on the marketing, so that's really cool to see. And the blogs are gonna get a little bit better. So they gave all that nice little kickoff. We're going into Sandbox Evolved. You know, Happy New Year. Da 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 da. You now, uh, straight dive into the Sandbox team. Uh, uh, wait a minute, I rather I pulled up the wrong thing. <laughs> so minus my technical difficulty, me being a complete and fucking idiot. Okay, I pulled up the right one now. I didn't even realize I was on the sandbox. My bad. <laughs> so, we now have it. Oh, well, that was a nice little recap. You know, look for uh, look for the, you know, audio team next month. <laughs> and he even says right in here, next month we're looking forward to shining the spotlight on the audio team. In April, we'll sit down with our PC team and talk more about what to expect from Halo Infinite lands this fall. Whoop. That's awesome. Uh, so, you know, you, again, go back to the hashtag, Ask343. Bringing Zeta Halo to life. So, we we sit down with a couple of the art guys. Uh, Justin, I want to say dingies. <laughs> if I get that wrong, please correct me. Um, he is the campaign art lead on Halo Infinite. He's been around for 10 years. So, that's some pretty cool stuff. Uh, he worked on the map leading Halo 4. Which was pretty cool, because I did like some of the maps in Halo 4. They were pretty nice looking. Uh, he was campaign environmental artist lead for Halo 5. Okay, kudos to the environment, and that was pretty badass looking. I will say that. Um, He's currently the art lead, campaign art lead. So that's some pretty cool stuff. And then we get uh, Troy Mashburn. Um, he started in 2017, he says. He's just working his way through. It's kind of short, sweet, right to the point. John Muckley is in there. Uh, He joined in '18. Uh, I he is the world design lead in Halo Infinite, where I have the pleasure of leading the design team that gets to take all the hard work our partners, teams in the sandbox, character, narrative, and art, and we've pardon me, weave them all together for the various missions and adventures, chief experiences on Zeta Halo. So that's some pretty cool stuff. And right below that is a nice concept image of Zeta Halo blown apart like we saw in the E3 trailer back in 2019 in June. Which is some pretty cool stuff to see. I will not lie. So they kick it off. uh, (laughs) So far our live and sandbox teams have shared insights of their vision and goals for the retrospective team's aspects of Halo Infinite in italicized lettering. Uh, when the team set out to accomplish the task each day are there <laughs> are there any getting principles so the guys go into you know how to do it you know legacy and simplicity take away from halo five so they're going on about that um that was uh, jd so that was um justin that went off on that troy comes in with the You know, uh, at a project wide level, we use the term super soldier, story driven and spiritual reboot to help describe the experience we want to deliver. I like that little snippet, that line right there. You know how I mean, back in the old days when we played Halo, it was like I felt like a super soldier. You know, I felt fast and powerful and I will be able to rip a grunt's skull off with its spine like a predator. You know, story driven. That always was a Halo thing there was such strong story and things made in the older games that it it gave us a lot of nostalgia and love for this, and that's why the series has lasted 20 years. (sighs) Oh, hard to believe it's been 20 years. Spiritual Reboot, that one still kind of kicks me in the side a little bit because I'm a little worried. I mean, there's looking good for a Spiritual Reboot, but at the same time, I'm still kind of like, I don't know. Um. So, that one, you got to gotta give me a little bit of a, you know, give me a little credit on John came in after that, you know, just kind of like, oh, yeah, well, as Troy stated, we have guideposts. Uh, that's cool. For the Halo experience at heart. Design that his team practices to ensure the design of the spaces and the experience offers opportunity for various play styles. I like that. Various play styles. How much do we get that in Halo. We get that in loadouts. We don't get that in a campaign. It's go, go, point, click, shoot, go, go, pick up sniper, point, click, shoot. We don't really get a whole plethora of things like that. That's kind of insane, you know? Um, <laughs> And they have this really nice image below it of the... And I really like this image. Like I know it's art, but oh, it's beautiful. Of um, just rescuing Marines and a warthog. So, you know, you're driving around and it's, it's like dusk at this point, you know? And don't forget, they do mention, it, we'll get there, that there is a day-night system in Infinite now. So you're going to be seeing a constant change in this open world of the environment and all this other stuff. The lighting's going to change. Things are going to look different each time you're playing Halo Infinite. So um, then they went down to uh, where do you look for inspiration to come to belong to this world and these experiences... Oh, you know. Right, yeah. Where do you look for inspiration? Yeah, I said it right. Basically, where's your inspiration come from? Are there specific things you'd use from prior games or elements? What are we looking at? So, <clears throat> sorry. Justin chimed in with that one. Uh, he just kind of went over. You know, we go for the legacy thing that the players want, the legacy and simplicity thing again, and or you know, remember finally, Halo Combat Evolved. But with modernized graphics, of course. So that's the simplicity thing they're driving for. You're getting a, a simple direction when you're on a mission as Halo CE was of just get to this point. That's what you're going to be doing. But it's up to you, the player, to transverse through the level however you choose it to be. And that is, is essentially what the art team has been getting to and when they're figuring out level layouts. And that, that was a pretty cool thing. Um, uh, I really probably shouldn't eat before I did this I'm kind of full <laughs> So then we got Troy Chiming in with uh, You know it, Troy chimes in With some other stuff uh, Designing the games from uh, Crafting amazing experiences To pull you in so, they're looking at the things like, okay, like this? It's not, it's no surprise that Silent Cartographer from Halo CE, a lot of Halo CE mentions, you see this? A lot. <laughs> um, is one mission that stands out clearly in my memory. And that is true because the way it starts, the music, the flow, you're fighting with Marines, you're pushing down a beach. It's some pretty intense stuff. And I think it looks great that they're trying to recapture those feelings in those missions of, this is, you are a super soldier, you're leading it. Now, it, in the between, before the finish off what John said, before. <clears throat> oh, man, sorry, I keep getting like a little. a little bit of heartburn. Um, actually, no, yeah, there was nothing else from. Where? Well, no, Dad just looked like a liar. <laughs> so Justin went and uh, Troy went, but nothing from John. Interesting. Anyways, so below that image. The, they show an interior concept are of a banished installation that is on Zeta Halo. Now, the banished installations are very more... If you remember, some of it, it's a little bit more angular, a little bit more robust. And in these images, it looks like a human installation. I will not lie, <laughs> the inside looks very human. But it is a banished site. So then the next question rolls in and you get Justin answering to we're talking a fair amount about Halo Infinite being a spiritual reboot. Note that. What does it mean to you from this specific perspectives? So how is it we're going to get this, that reboot that they're all so enticed about, all happy about? Oh, yeah, we're going to give you your Halo back, everybody, because we got to make some money because Halo 5 flopped. Even though Halo 5 really didn't flop too bad, that was more along the lines of it just got a lot of bad talk and reviews. Uh, hey, when you change the multiplayer game like they did, eh, you're going to get some backlash. Um, So, we got Justin cracking in with an artist perspective standpoint. Basically saying how to introduce new players and welcome back old players with the iconic Halo imagery. The, game, the original games were built on huh? me. We want players to have the sense of awe and wonder as they step into a world we are building. So, and again, it goes back to his legacy and simplicity. So this seems to be the platform in which, um, Justin stands on is this, those two things are his main driving forces for the whole development, which honestly I think is a smart choice. Then we go on, he goes a little bit more, um... Chief during Hail Infinite within the Pacific Northwest Forest. So, that's the forest that they're doing. It's supposed to be about the uh, Pacific Northwest, basically. So, and that's why it does look so good and familiar, you know. And it's kind of cool because you got a lot of vantage points and things like that going on. And going back into the sandbox about how vehicles are affected by terrain. So you see the comparison there? The design that the art team gave gave birth to a lot of these cool little things we're going to get out of the sandbox team and when we're playing Halo Infinite for the first time. Now, then they said spiritual reboot. Um, this is Troy, by the way. Troy comes in. Spiritual reboot is a term we use to describe our approach to introducing new ideas while staying true to the to what it felt like to play the classic games. Feeling being... But, ooh, excuse me. Feeling being the key word. So that right there is a good line to see that the art team is focused solely on that. Now, the grapple shot was right in that line, too. The grapple shot is a great example of adding something new that also supercharges things you are already familiar with, like clamber and melee. So he's got a point. Now it provides you with a double duty. So if you need to get to a high point, you hit it, you clamber it, you're on top of it. And with the melee, man, you hit that, you saw him when he boosted to the uh, brute during the July demo. Freaking hooked the brew, went flying at him, right in the chrome dome, man, dead. Thus began Craig. You know, hello, I am Craig. Sorry, I had a little DJ Blue on there, and uh, don't forget, right now too, I am recording this during Podtacular's live stream. So a little shout out to them. If you want to watch, tune into Podtac or twitch.tv's backslash Podtacular, and you can join Duststorm, Godzilla T, and whoever else is involved during that that one, and you can have a good time yourself. They might talk about me because I post a lot of my builds and stuff on there. So that's that. Now, back to a regularly scheduled program. <laughs> so we went through that, and it's pretty cool that Troy went into that. Now, as for John, um, he was like, when I was looking at possibly joining the 343 team to work on Halo Infinite, it was a spiritual reboot concept that had me incredibly excited and made it an absolute mandatory thing. I had to join the team to work on this project. That right there is awesome to see. The drive to have the spiritual reboot... Is what was needed to entice these newcomers to join 343 to help create Halo Infinite. That's a great premise to stand on. I like hearing the enthusiasm out of the three four three employees, especially during this time of the pandemic. I mean, you gotta figure we're all pretty burnt out. You know? (laughs) Who's tired of wearing a mask? I sure as hell am. I know you all are, but we have to. It's gonna help prevent the rapid spread of it now, if we all went the lockdown like everyone else did, that's uh, you know, zero cases, we might be in better standing, but that's fine. <sighs> Just how the world is <laughs> now. The next question they go into uh, can you talk some more about the process and collaboration that goes into creating Zalo Halo in its experiences? So, you got to remember, too, everyone, the halos are at the part, this is the original Halo, you know, throw on the ring. <laughs> The <laughs> so that's what we've been running into with that. So when they say, you know, uh, th- this can be a complex one to answer, it really depends on the specific experiences being built. They want for a lot of examples in this one, but they're right. Uh, designing Halo Infinite like it is, it's all based upon the experiences that are being given indirection from the sandbox team to the audio team to the art team etc etc it's not just a slap a band-aid on it and call it a day well we had that it's called halo 5 guardians changed my mind so after that um you know troy comes in i wish i could describe describe the perfect game development formula here but it doesn't exist accepting that is the first step very proud of you troy way to go so, you know, they're saying is they got this rough art of block mesh, you know, where they're designing things. We've all seen that in development. Like, think about um, Mass Effect 3 when they were doing demo chasing, you know, like demo things. They had basic structures to help with understanding what you were doing. Same thing portrays here. The art team doesn't have everything fully done, so what they're doing is that. And they even said in this line, I was like... Uh, making games is an organic process with many constantly changing variables like technology, deadlines, budgets, people, and pandemics. Oh my god, a pandemic! Damn, is that why Halo Infinite got delayed? I think it is. I, I'm pretty sure that's why it got delayed. What do you all think? Hmm. If you say it's not, so help me, God. <laughs> So, you know, we get done with this, and we kick it over to John, and he's like, I think Troy and Justin have described our experiences of creating a game very well. <sighs> John, you're killing me, Smalls. But it is what it is. Um, and then the next, we had an image right after that of the Banished, one of the Banished Stronghold concept arts. It's massive. Like, it looks literally like they dropped it in from a super carrier. it hit, and just popped up. It's like a fold folding tent, basically. Um, they ask what your personal as- favorite aspect of the world and or experiences therein. That's a nice question. Now, I would definitely say with that, I'm going to be like Grapple Shot all the way, baby. <laughs> going to be like freaking Spider-Man and Halo. Spider-Chief, Spider-Chief does whatever Spider-Chief does. Anyways. So, Justin, sorry, <laughs> um, <sighs> Justin goes on to talk about the daylight system and how he likes that. This has been one, if not the largest graphical feature implemented into our engine over the past few years. Now we saw that it was pretty washed, pretty basic looking back in the July release. We didn't have much, but it was also at dusk. Yeah so really to me Chief's armor should have been darker. Shouldn't have been so flat and green, you know, bright green. But it was what it was. It wasn't ready. They admitted that. Get off it, all right? So he he creates this kind of scene idea. So coming up across the mysterious foreign obelisk during the day may feel, feel peaceful and you know, scenic, uh, serene, sorry. I read that wrong. Ha. Ah. Where at night it feels much more ominous and threatening. So they're literally helping the environment to deter or enthusiate, well, enthusiate you, yeah, encourage you to go at this, to check these things out. It was like, ooh, that looks like I might be able to get some good upgrades there. Or it might look like a horrible freaking threat of death. Welcome to your death. How many? Party of four? Oh, excellent. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. He's talking about the day and night system being the, the most biggest thing to Infinite. And it really is going to be. We never had day or night in anything Halo. It Well, we had. But it's been loaded up in the screen. So, you know, um, usually it's sniper level, too. Whew. So, let's think about that. You know, uh, Truth and Reconciliation, under the cover of Night. We had... I'm forgetting the sniper level on Reach. That was at night. We moved today. Everything has a transition where you move into another setting. It doesn't occur naturally like this is. Troy um, kicks in. Uh, the overall experience they create. Uh, he wants to be challenged. He wants it to be challenged, engaged, and surprised. Every time I talk um, talk about gameplay, I will hear about player opportunities because I feel. It's the key to creating an immersive experience. Boom. Somebody gets it. You got to make sure those experiences that you draw onto the terrain are going to give us what we want in an open world setting. Because I'll tell you now, Bungie leaves a pretty pathetic layout and it sucks. My settings, my experiences are all the same now. You switch it up. You give me more. Hot damn thank you. So, I mean, I am definitely looking forward to that. And then we have John... Johnny boy, I love the the agency where we are creating that really doubles down on the premise of delivering and promising, uh, and the promise of Halo CE. Enemy strongholds can be approached from any direction. I like what he did in this whole description. He basically gave it where you had an opportunity, which was referring to Halo in the level right there at the cliff front. As soon as you come out of the, this is not a natural formation. Where you had to choose, do you bell rush all the way around and take everything out with the Warthog? Do you snipe them or do you clear out one area, go subterranean and help the Marines so you have more backup? That's what they're doing is they're they're making it so everything is more your play style. How you are going to go after it. And like right here it says, I blaze through the gate in a Warthog full of Marines and just light the place up with zero subtlety. Classic Halo in my book. And, you know, it's got any perimeters going around that. Do I grapple shot up to the sniper tower for a higher vantage point? That is going to be something that is going to be lit. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, and then they show a nice atmosphere of the changes with the day and night. That's actually a very gorgeous image. I do like it. I like that. They got like that. Uh, the. Oh, what do you call it there? It was like the Valhalla monolith there. The bases That the head looks so good. Um, story is going to be coming at the player from every angle. And it is safe to say Zeta Halo is as much of a character as Halo Infinite. Or in Halo Infinite as Chief, the pilot, and Asherum. This has been our TED Talk. <laughs> So, uh, how does the world and the world's team work supportive the narrative experience? That is awesome. I love that that question. It feels like we're gonna get a little bit more. And the fact of the world is more interactive now in this Halo compared to all of our prior Halos. Yeah, Halo Five Guardians had it, but you usually had to shoulder bash through or float and guide and do all sorts of other stupid things. So, uh, and I'm looking at that skull and saying Helios. All I'm saying. um and you know so justin kicks on is zeta halo is very much a character in and of itself i love that the landscape the mysterious structure the surrounding vistas and even the wildlife found yeah found on it is an act of usual characteristics of the ring that is awesome. I like that. And you know there's going to be sentinels. They've mentioned it. So you're going to see sentinels floating back around again. You can go chase down. So that's the structure, this the art that they're giving us, is it's going to give you these experiences on the world of Zeta Halo going in and out of day. So you're going to kind of maybe get that feel of during the books when Chakas was first walking, you know, the world when Guilty Spark, ha, 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 ha. Was, you know, walking the face of this ring, getting away from the precursor, getting away from Mendicant Bias. So this is some of the most exciting things they're getting to. And now here's one thing I thought was pretty cool. So from an artist's perspective, we are here. We had two main goals: to bring Zeta Halo to life, first, to visually show what happened in the current times within the violent occupation of the banished forces and how it shaped the landscape of the ring and second to create mystery and intrigue around Zeta zeta's past and ultimate purpose like that I love that they're doing that you know they're they're giving the story of zeta that we know from the books if you read them more players will not experience the immediate story of chiefs reawakening to confront the banished And or Cortana. So, yeah, Cortana, unfortunately, she's going to be there. You know, all you feet freaks, you're going to be happy. (laughs) Cortana feet. (laughs) So then we have John in there and he comes out with there are missions that will pull you through the golden path of the primary narrative. But I love it when they get a butt in these things just makes me so like yay we got more other things to talk about oh that's always good right i mean right come on guys tell me i'm right (laughs) so you know um but more than any previous game we are breaking down the walls to create a more open play space offering exploration and discovery what is in the odd tower in the distance i see a smoke signal over the ridge what is that odd hum hmm just go there and find out is what is what John's basically saying. And that is what we all are I think I think the good com- part of the community is happy about this open world. The other half say, "Oh, it's not linear. I'm worried about this the this current state of Halo." Huh? Well, you know what, guys and gals? We're going to worry. We're fans, fans of fanatic. So, just just chill, man. It's going to be good news If they're focusing an the extra hard years worth of work into a game it's going to be more polished and it won't be the heap and pile of halo five guardians that we got so just just calm down my friends calm down bring it on back relax tip it back and have a good time how does the introduction of new equipment and traversal mechanisms traversal mechanisms <coughs> like the grapple shot factor into the creation of this environment I like that question Because it's, it's Well it's kind of right back to one of the previous But you know having the grapple shot Allows you to get the higher vantage points Get to spots you normally don't get to Because I mean we don't have super bouncing anymore so This isn't Halo 2 <laughs> So it, it, it it's a great example They're saying of the traversal system To get across gaps To get the higher vantage points Use your clamber Use your um, I think there were thrusters still I think that's where I was looking for. But using what equipment you have provided to you and even the sources that you have naturally to use. Um, one of the core goals from t- Troy is provide players with more sandbox opportunities so they can be creative on their approach to problem solving. That sounds like fun. Because you know what? I may look at a mission and it's like uh, assault this bandaged stronghold. Well, I'm going to go in guns blazing and level the place. You might take out the sentries and then sneak in, assassinate all these people, and then just freaking cap the boss of the outpost and just be like, mm, that's how you do it, Sam Fisher style. So, even though know, we don't really know, um, and I do enjoy that that thoroughly of they're giving you such an understanding of the play structure and what you are trying to get. So... And then John. The grapple shot is super fun in the traversal options it provides. But also allowing you to pull in weapons to you. Pull an explosive fusion coil that you can throw and take out a shade turret. Or grapple to and launch yourself into an enemy and land a powerful melee attack. So we talked about that earlier. It's kind of cool we brought it back. But uh, so you can carry on another three pieces of it. You can carry around another three pieces of equipment with their own unique roles. Okay, I missed this earlier. My bad. Whoa. Three pieces of equipment. You're saying, I'm intrigued. And they give a nice screenshot from Infinite. Oh, my good. And this is the screenshot that... <laughs> it's got one like a huge Forerunner structure in the background. There's a Warthog. She's holding the new Sniper, which the scope and gives a little bit more of that uh, Halo CE slash, you know, Halo 3 vibe. I'm kind of digging it. Uh, oh, yeah, to finish up, John was basically going on about how the grapple shot makes things more unique. The tools and utilities you use help alter and change your gameplay as you go. So the, the screenshot you get, Absolutely gorgeous. It kind of gives me a little bit of the Halo 3 vibe, but more contrast and more sharpness. So it looks great, I think. (laughs) They ask about co-op, and no one really had a good answer. Because co-op is co-op. It just just does. It works. Um, They really can't say how they're going to do that. That's quite an open-end gameplay. Um, Then they go on to, as the look ahead for the launch in the fall. Can you give us a sense of what you and your team are focused on over the remaining months? So coming in with Justin, the art team is most of like most development teams are quickly wrapping up all the remaining tasks and polishing items. As we are approaching our bug fixing and performance stage of the game's production, we are almost done with the build. That means possibility of flights. That means we're going to be getting into it. We're going to get what we want. This means Halo Infinite is almost done. It's about to enter Alpha stage. Or later Alpha stage. Not early. Sorry. So technically we're in Alpha. Or pre-Alpha. But um, I would have said pre-Alpha would have been. Back in last July. (laughs) So. so They're they're doing all the testing. We're spending final months. Fixing bugs is ranging from floating trees to tea posing enemies. I mean in the 405th, we love tea poses but I know everyone else doesn't. hey so'm I'm, gr- I'm so happy to hear they're working on all these little nitpick tweaks and polish ups. The team is hundred 100 focused on wrapping the campaign up campaign experience up, which includes gathering and addressing user feedback, both internal play tests and user research data. So this is it. We're at the bug fixing stage. That is the big news right there. Bug fixing. They're gonna polish it out and get it ready to send. To, I'm not gonna say beta, but probably, I call it Charlie Alpha, um, but late Alpha testing, which is great. Now thank you all for your time, work with this Xbox community or with the community today. Here we go. Any parting comments to pass along? Um. Justin says, it's been a pleasure for sure. Thanks to the community, all the progress, hunger for more. (laughs) Oh, hey, we do. I mean, this has been the most quiet Halo to date on anything. I mean, ODST had more, and that came out pretty quick. Um, Then we're looking at... uh, Troy, thanks for asking the questions. I hope... I love having the opportunity to reach out to the community and share the insights into what we do. It takes a lot of blood, sweat, tears... To make something this ambitious, but the players are going to make it worthwhile. I had to. (laughs) Um, And he's talking about, he's been a fan ever since Chief stepped out of that Cryopod way back in Halo CE 20 years ago. Almost 20 years now. So, it's awesome. And then, of course, we got John at the end. Any chance to talk about the game is an absolute pleasure. Just short, sweet, and right to the point. Don't you just love it? Golly gee willikers, guys. That was kind of a crappy-ass answer. (laughs) But, and then I love they have this thing below it called Tales from the Trenches. (laughs) Every month, we will venture into the 343 Industries Trenches to hear from members of the team and what excites them and what they are working on. So, you know, you kind of go through, right? So, this year is most exciting to see the efforts of the graphics team come together. So then, you know, many forces, many focus on the graphics uh, producer is partnering with engineering leadership to set the prioritized goals as we resolve blockers and empower our engineers to do their best work. I really feel like this is an employment sales ad. All I'm saying. (laughs) Um, Following the campaign demo in July, the team is constantly... Iterating, oh, that's, that worries me, the outstanding graphics and lighting work to deliver a more immersive experience. Okay, I feel a little bit better now. Um, <laughs> This additional level of polish requires the coordination of multiple dis- disciplines, such as graphics, lighting, environment, character, sandbox, and more. Back to sports with Johnny. Uh, <laughs> the team effort is finally coming together. That's great. And I have one for the end I just remembered about 405th. I am so sorry that I ha- had said something in that, and I just kind of clicked the light bulb on. Um, here's one from Sam Hanshaw, the live producer. Um, I ha- I've been joking with people recently that our flighting program is about running into every wall weekend. So, <laughs> so come release day, we've already found all the walls. In January, we hit a lot of walls. It's it was exhausting. But then February, we've hit hundreds of sidestep. We hurdled and sidestepped those walls, and it feels really good to keep moving forward with each internal flight. Boom, right there, they are sidestepping all this stuff with internal flighting. You can't say, "Oh, we don't do anything." We just kind of send it out like we do with Halo 5. No, they're trying it. They're making sure. Now, and they all said please ensure to sign up with the Halo Insider Program so you're ready when the time comes for your flighting opportunity. Next one is Eric Richard, the UI designer. And I kind of like where this starts off. From weapon icons to internal gameplay systems, the UI UX seems has eyes on a wide variety of content going into the game. And as a long-time fan of the series, it's been incredibly rewarding to see everyone's passion work. Or, er, yeah, everyone's passions work. Well, that's a weird weird phrase. Um, work their way... <laughs> Into different nooks and crannies You gotta get the nooks and crannies It's all about the nooks and crannies <laughs> now That's what i gonna be like Oh nooks and crannies <laughs> Something wrong with me tonight uh, So you know he goes on about that About just the immersion Working on the out of bounds HUD warning Ooh that I wanna see I wonder what that's gonna be like Is it gonna be like the uh, 10 second flash countdown From Halo Reach It's kind of a cool idea I'm just saying that one that one uh whew. uh Lord ooh, and I like to thank the Lord lover and me helped to make it equal parts informative informative and immersive they said the word they said immersive oh. <laughs> like oh my God, I got like a heavy nerd breathe on here. <laughs> I doubt many people will ever see it, but any that that do might get to enjoy some dorky humor if they pay close enough attention. They're talking about Easter eggs, and then this one from Michael Score or Score. I want to call him Scorch, but it's the Ford lead designer. Hey Benton Forge, I'm really excited. We get Forge back! <laughs> well, I'm really excited how the Forge toolset and workflow is being vested by our internal 343 devs. Different teams have been using Forge in different capacities, which in turn is providing us valuable feedback to help further improve the Forge UGC experience. It's great to see Forge being put through its paces. This is true, because Halo 5 Guardians Forge is the most extensive with scripting command controls and also how certain things turn and work because think about it extend hyperion built a part of a destiny raid in halo that's pretty cool so thank you through the forge team for working hard to give us a proper and strong forge experience as well so that way our overall package is a amazing one so then at the end of it says, I hope you all enjoy hearing stories directly from the members of the team. These tales are small examples of what it takes and how many incredible talented individuals individuals contribute to building games like Halo Infinite. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of creepy when they get talking like that. It's like, oh, my God. I know, right? So another one of those talented individuals is Joe, the man, the myth, Staten. Um, Halo Infinite's head of creative, who is ready to close out the latest Inside Infinite for us? Bring it home, Joseph. And then we have an image of capture a banshee and fly to the floating ring fragments above the grip of the stars. So that's pretty cool. Might be able to fly across that open. But now, oh, hold up, hold up. Get a condor, fly across it. All I'm saying, that'd be a badass. All I'm saying. As you read this month's update and looked at the screenshots, you might have some questions. I did when I joined the team last fall. What kind of game is Halo Infinite? So that's kind of cool. Joe comes out with just a... You got questions. I might have some answers. I had the same questions when I started. Um, Infinite Wood is incredibly large. And vast combat zones connect seamlessly to each other. Its vistas are filled with adventure and entrench you in stray from the Golden past story missions. From a distance, <laughs> it might appear we're building an open world game, but it's not really the case. We're making a Halo game, a sandbox shooter, where our goal is to make you feel the most powerful actor in a rich, uh, emergent, sorry, sci-fi combat simulation. I'm sold. Give me the game. I'm happy. Let's do it. So... Um, you know, When you zoom into the month screenshots, uh, you'll capture glimpses of the wildlife inhabit the ring. Uh, campaign doesn't have a crafting system. However, you won't spend time hunting and skinning animals to make better gear for him. <laughs> I'm sorry. All I'm saying is, I mean... I might want some leather boots, though, Joe. Maybe I want to go kill that wildlife-looking deer thing, and I want to make some me some leather boots so I can get my feet some rest from this heavy old freaking mineral power armor boots. All I'm saying. (laughs) You don't need to go... I love that. That's one reason I liked Joe in the past. He always made funny crack jokes about, like, other games out there. He's basically referring to Valheim or, you know, Minecraft or any of the other survival games. Um... (laughs) You will spend time doing is plumbing from a rocky overlook into the heart of an enemy patrol, eliminating their leader with a well-stuck plasma grenade. Using your grapple shot to pull his power weapon off the ground into your hands. Now that's a really cool image he just painted there. I know I'm trying it. Are you gonna try it? Are you gonna try to be the ground pound master of sticky detonation? No. Um. <laughs> which is said we. Design Halo Infinite so you are freer. So you're freer. You're a super soldier that has free possibilities. Survey a battle space. Plan your attack. And engage the enemy. So I guess we'll roll out with the ending bit here with what Joe was saying. He's basically giving you the the whole image of what the Halo game really is. And... Like he says right here. Wind the warhog through a fog filled mountain pass. Capture a banshee and fly to a floating ring fragment. That's cool. Cross the gap in the stars. So then what game is Halo Infinite? It is the most open adventure like Halo game ever. In a Halo. <laughs> it's the Halo game we could only dream about making 20 years ago. And we can't wait. For you to explore it. And that's it. That was the whole thing. It was, I thought, it wasn't super informative, but it was informative enough. Especially in the screenshots and the fact they're saying you can fly to ring parts that are floating because of the damage. That's going to be fun. You know, you're not going to get, oh, well, you're going to go to this point, cutscene pelican, on to ring point. No, no, no. You're going to hop into something and fly to it. Just go there. They're saying that the grapple shot is going to be one of your most extensive things. And the fact of the matter is you carry three different equipment types. Okay, what? So, that caught my attention big. So, are they saying three equipment types as in grapple shot, different grenade, different grenade? You know, you can switch out the grenades then instead of just having um, four on your HUD. Like you always have had in Halo 3. Or is it going to be something different altogether? I'm looking forward to that aspect because that's a big one right there to me of, hey, you know. And the fact that the Forge team is pushing the Forge to the next level is going to be awesome. Halo Reach had some of the best Forging maps ever. And Halo 4 kind of felt, it was good, but it kind of fell short. Halo 5 with the addition of having it on PC so you can actually customizing customizingly build your own you know Halo 5 experience on there and basically be given the freedom of multiplayer, but not like the socials and the arenas and all that. But it was just you and your buddies basically beating the shit out of each other. That was pretty cool. So on recap, looking at a lot of these images that were given, um, it's really definitely helped and i liked that the fact they have it coded as campaign progress pc that is a pc image in there and from what i can tell looking at the the new hud from the july re- release pardon me it has changed a little bit with the weapons for your ui elementation or elements elementation what the hell is that <laughs> your ui elements that are given and one thing I wanna point out, um, the like brute forerunner is kind of weapon that came with the red Spartan is definitely in there. And that sniper rifle though, I'll tell you, it just looks mm, clean. And we saw the sniper in what December's news, you know. But definitely, you know, the, the day and night cycle on that um the tower looks gorgeous. Um Like in the distance, you can see some of the valley crevices are lit up at night compared to during the day. And that's what they were talking about. Certain things will light up. Other things won't be. And if you zoom in, you're going to see more of the the creatures, so to speak. And these are all, if they're actually in-game, they're in-game progress pictures. But, I mean, that banished outpost is massive. Just massive. I mean you got low entrances going up to a higher. You can grapple shot probably up there and busting them through an upper line. It's insane, man. It's just insane. And I'm looking forward to this verticality they're talking about now. We've heard it from the sandbox team, and now we're hearing it from the art team of verticality is a big thing. Verticality was brought out back in Halo 5, but the verticality was what you could reach. And now with equipments, with the return of them, You're now pushing the boundary even farther. And with the fact that the art team has basically said, we are working with every other group to ensure a strong and proper Halo experience. I love that kind of stuff. Oh, by the way, the Marine thing, I was wrong. It wasn't a drawing, actually. That was a screenshot from the campaign. So that one little ring thing there, it looks like a highway. That'd be kind of cool. It's there. It looks like a Forerunner uh, Highway Bridge deal, man. that's, That's pretty cool. So, and you have a, looks like a banished outpost off in the distance with some of the broken ring. So, I mean, that's, that's expansive, folks. That's that's insane. And with Zeta having that transformation done from the, from uh, Primordial in the books to what it is now, that is also very cool. Um, So, you know, and this is what we're running into is, you know, we have no more Forerunners, we have none of this stuff. You know, we have this ring, the last original ring that had, was repurposed, that held the Primordial on it, that had mendicant bias, the, the the betrayer of the Forerunners, all of it, you know, which caused the fight on the greater arc where the Master Builder sacrificed himself, and used offensive bias against Mendicant. So. Zeta being its own character. Is the best way to determine it. That 343 possibly could have said. And it really is. Because there's going to be so much they're saying is in there. And just looking at the images. Of the environments. They are just gorgeous environments. Very fulfilling. Very large. So. So let's take it back into the 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 day and night thing. You know, I'm standing here in front of this forerunner structure, and I see that open crevice with lights at the end at night. I'm going there. You won't stop me. I'm going there. (laughs) So this is these are the aspects that we're given that three four three is giving us the players the the uh, entirety. I guess I'll say integrity. (laughs) But the biggest takeaway is their pride in the day and light cycle. I can obviously see that their whole we've helped design it so your golden path is not written and there's so much immersion and experience there and giving you a little bit of lore love too that's kind of nice but i mean am i saying this update is the best thing since sliced bread no it is not it's definitely not even close to top of my list kind of excitement here so i mean i'm happy to hear the spiritual reboot things I'm getting that. They kind of beat it to death, though. Oh, we're looking for a spiritual reboot. Spiritual reboot. Are we talking about a spiritual reboot? I feel like I'm reading Shadows of Reach for some reason. Huh. But. So, I mean, that's the overall take we had tonight. Here on Thursday. I'm recording on a Thursday. That's mind-blowing enough. Of the update that happened here today. Now. Now. We're gonna have a little fun quick. The couple things I forgot to mention earlier. Earlier. <laughs> um don't forget that I think it's next week, uh, point of light. The new Halo book following Spark, aka Guilty Spark, is or Chakas, is coming out. Um, so I might get my pre-order tomorrow. I might do an audio book though. Um, I read Shadows Reach quite a lot. So, it's going to be a exciting time. You know, I said the worst thing is I remember something mid-talk. Yeah, I forgot what it was. Well, fuck. <laughs> so, uh, so, we definitely have that going on, guys and gals. It's been a a huge excitement in reading this lot, li- pretty much live with you. I read it. The, the light bulb went off, and then the light bulb went... Th- 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 tsh- so sorry about that, <laughs> but what we're getting, as you can tell from this, from the art directive is you're getting Halo, you're getting a big, you're getting it loud, but it's still a Halo game. It's not like destiny. So, and that kind of makes me a little better being that Joe worked on destiny. If I saw destiny in any of these official things, I would have been like, yep, we're fucked, but it's a live service for 10 years, folks. That's what we have to remember. And that's going to be the exciting thing. We're going to have DLCs coming in. We're going to have some cool stuff. We might even get to pilot a Colossus mech. So, I, I mean, if you're looking in farther for other things, every little tidbit, go ahead. Read the article three, four times. I kind of read it one and a half. So, um, <laughs> so we're, we're going to just end it there for the night on the show. And... If you're going to be going after any of the other stuff I mentioned earlier with the Halo uh, 405th group, be sure to check them out. If you're looking for anything else, check them out on Etsy. And as always, we're going to be, I'm going to be here. We're going to be here. I'm going to be here talking about Infinite. I'm going to be here talking about Halo. I got ideas. I got some cool things running. And you know what? Make sure you check out any other of your favorite Halo content creators out there. And sit down and actually ask them questions, you know. Sometimes we like to answer them. Don't be kind of a a pompous little troll or something. Not really an insult, just saying. Don't be afraid. We love talking to you. We're all Halo fans too. So that's it for me here on the Cryptum. And as always, it's been a pleasure, everyone. And I'll see you on the next drop.